Let us savor Wednesday's poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso of the Buddha Joy Meditation School. Welcome to Meditate Like a Jedi. Let's take a look at today's first poem. She made it quite clear. While working for Sparrow Records in the mid-80s, I fell in love with a fabulous woman, not knowing that she was a lesbian. After screwing up my courage, I made a romantic overture, subtle and respectful. In her loving and gentle manner, she made it quite clear that she was not remotely interested. Alas, not even mutual respect and kindness can keep a heart from shattering when love is unrequited. Our second poem. Apple's Apple TV's morning show. Having just watched the final episode of season one of Apple TV's morning show, I had an epiphany. Spoiler alert. Not only did executive Fred know all about Mitch's predatory behavior, but he actually covered it up, promoting the misogynistic culture of silence. It was Fred's idea to protect himself by setting up producer Chip as the scapegoat. And yet, when it came time to fire Chip, instead of being unhonest and vulnerable, Fred scolded Chip for actions that both he and Chip knew were actually Fred's actions. Could this sound familiar? Could people driven by lust for power and greed for wealth acting with a total disregard for the truth sound familiar? Could there be a deeper, a metaphysical truth at play? Many people in America have a, a passing familiarity with the Bible. So let's start there. Don't worry, my little Buddhist hobbits, for after our visit to Judeo-Christian Mordor, I'll return you safely to the Shire. In the first epistle of John, we read that <coughs> perfect love drives out fear. This reveals a dichotomy between love and fear. What if there was a, a physiological basis for this duality. Neuroscience teaches that the brainstem is the seat of fear and aggression, and that the midbrain is the seat of empathy and cooperation. In the Gospel of Luke, we read that the kingdom of God is within, it, is within us. Arguably, when we live from our empathetic midbrain, we are living in the kingdom of heaven. And conversely, 
when we live from our brainstem, angry and frightened, we are dwelling in a hell of our own making. This is old hat. You've heard me mention this before. So let, let us take it a step further. In the Gospel of John, we read that Jesus proclaimed that he was the way and the truth and the life. And of course, the first chapter of that Gospel equates Jesus with God. Could it not be reasoned, therefore, that if God is love and if God is truth, then if one is estranged from love, then one could also be estranged from a healthy grasp of reality. Come, O Frodo, let us return to the Shire, or um, I mean Eastern metaphysics. The fear and aggression and greed and controlling tendencies of Yang are hard and protective. The empathy and cooperation of Yin are soft and vulnerable. Perhaps when we protectively harden ourselves to others, we could inadvertently shield ourselves from perceiving the truth. <coughs> and conversely, when we vulnerably open ourselves to others, we could also be opening ourselves to the truth. Perhaps the price of wisdom is a vulnerability, and the price of self-defense is, is an estrangement from the truth. When someone is born a, a psychopath, we are not surprised when they act without empathy. Likewise, should we be shocked when those defined by greed and ruthlessness and fear and aggression not only lie to themselves and others as naturally as they breathe, but demand that others embrace their lies regardless of the facts? Jimi Hendrix said, when the power of love overcomes the love of power, the world will know peace. Perhaps the power of love opens us up to greater truths, and as such, takes, one takes truth as one's only source of authority. Whereas the power, oopsie, let's try this again, whereas the love of power closes us down to even simple truths like climate change and the benefit of wearing face masks. If one takes authority as one's only source of truth, whether that authority is one's quasi-parental figure, such as a real or imagined celestial being, or their flesh and blood self-proclaimed representative, or a political strongman, or if one fancies oneself a would-be autocrat with delusions of godhood, grasping at either power or authority is antithetical to wisdom. As we see with fundamentalists who tragically confuse the metaphoric for the literal. Let us conclude with today's third poem. <coughs> we train in love by wishing. In the Tibetan tradition, we are taught to blend the eight worldly concerns 
with our trainings in compassion and love and letting go. Each of us has the superficial desire to receive the praise of our fellows. We can train in love by wishing that everyone everywhere receives the respect and esteem of their peers. When we feel resistance to that act of wishing love, that is our brainstem's competitive circuitry, venal and cunning and utterly unsustainable. My friends, that concludes today's poetry. If you have found value in these poems, then by all means, please consider supporting this channel by using the link below in the description area below this video or below this podcast. If at this time you cannot afford to do that, then you can support this podcast or this video channel simply by uh, clicking subscribe and then clicking the notification bell and then clicking the thumbs up icon and then typing a comment. These things really help with the algorithm. Until next we speak, may you and yours be happy and healthy.